0: Pirate fans, welcome to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Post Game Call-In Show, brought to you by U.S. Cellular. Be sure to visit one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's Platinum Certified U.S. Cellular stores and experience the highest standard of customer service. Call in on the live line at 317-1250. Now, with a complete recap of the game and your phone calls, live from the Pirate Radio Studios, here's your host of the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter, Clip Brock.
1: Owen Daffer from 54 Yards. And the pirates win it, thirty-eight to thirty-five. Second time in ECU history they have defeated Navy. The score in twenty eleven was thirty-eight to thirty-five. You Clip- called it, Clip Brock, Billy Weaver here with you. Wow, weave, wow, weave, wow, weave, wow. Eve. wow.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean,
3: there's still a celebration going on in the field right there. It's just a what a clutch kick by that young man Owen Daffer man that's that's, you you don't get any more of a pressure situation than that right there and he just nailed it
1: 317-1250 a lot to talk about in this one give us a call we will take your calls on the fixed NC live line 317-1250 the US Sailor 5th quarter call in show coming your way right after this
0: You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call in show. Here's Clip Brock. All righty.
1: 317, 1250. The Pirates get it done with an Owen Daffer 54 yard field goal as time expires. East Carolina's second win against Navy in school history. The other win came in 2011, the same 38 35 score. That one ended on a Navy missed field goal as time expired so another tight one with the midshipman, and this one goes the pirates way 317-1250 clip brock billy we were here in the pirate radio studios we are in front of a live studio audience with uh brooksy and memes here as well <laughs> shirley chandler taking your calls and uh let's celebrate win number seven Wow, year, Billy man, 7-4, and four, and
3: 5-2 and two in the conference, and they're showing a replay right what now. What a the play huge, by Snead. A huge pass uh, with the game on the line. Tyler Snead just would not be denied and wrestled the ball away from the defender, and now they're showing the Owen Daffer 54-yard field goal. It would have been good from about 58. He had about three or four yards to spare on the back end of it. Um, it's what a great game. All
1: right, 317-1250. Vinny, Bryce, Ben, hang on. Let's start with Kenny and Blunt's Creek. Hello, Kenny.
4: Clip, Billy, oh, my God, holy daffer. I mean, can you believe it? Man, dude, I was about to throw up. I was like, there's no way we're going to get this uh, field goal after that penalty. And, my God, he nailed it. And the dime that Holton dropped, I want to hear nothing about how that kid can't throw a football. That is beautiful Seven wins. I am stoked. I'm going to head upstairs, get ready. Me and the wife are going to the Buck. We're going to see Mikael Buck tonight, and we're going to celebrate 7 4. Bring Cincinnati on. You guys have a great night. Love you. Pirates, baby. Pirates,
5: pirates, pirates.
4: ba buck up
1: bucked up bucked up bucked. Up, bucked up, buck. Kenny's got some celebrating to do tonight right. at the buck. Awesome. All right, Kenny. Thank you. 317 1250 Ben is up next in Hilton head Hey Ben.
6: Hey guys, man. Uh is this our ECU part seven wins? Wow. Man, this I can get used to this. How about you guys? This is amazing. Amazing. Hey, congratulations to Owen. Uh, Owen had, uh, is Owen, Owen's a freshman and not on scholarship. Is that true?
3: Yeah, I don't know how long that'll last as far as not being on scholarship. How, how do you not give that kid a scholarship?
6: He, he should be on scholarship on the plane ride. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to happen immediately. Man, we need a kicker, and he is, we have found a kicker. I, I'm so proud of him. Uh, Mitchell, congrats, congrats to Mitchell for making well over 1,000 yards early in the game. I think he had close to 100 yards in the game, and Sneed I think, was the difference maker for the offense, in my opinion. Uh, but the refs, man, I, I'm so frustrated by refs missing calls like they did tonight on that kickoff return hold. It just Well, they
1: didn't miss it. They decided to
6: pick the flag up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's nuts. Anyway, we, we don't, we, we, good teams find a way to win even in those tough moments, and we did. So I'm so proud of our Pirates. I cannot wait. I'm going to be in the stadium next week. With 13 part faithful for my family i hope everybody can make it go part!
2: all
1: right thank you ben 317 1250 we go to la bryce is up what's up bryce
5: oh y'all i'm I'm feeling no pain y'all no pain whatsoever i mean i know i wrote that little summer banger white claw summer but it's been a white claw fall today man that was that was something. That uh, and uh, I'm not sure if you saw that post game interview, but Owen Daffer said that was the first game winner he's ever hit in his career as a kicker, and that's uh, that's kind of special. And I, I, I was telling Sheryls while I was waiting, there was something about that second timeout they called, and Mike Houston just gave this little grin to Owen when he pulled him over. I was like, he got this. I knew he had it. I knew he had it. You know, uh, rest be darned. We took the ball out of their hands. <laughs> You know, uh, I, I, seriously, Michael Esco has got to do something about that in the off season. I mean, it's it's a I don't know what the what the opposite of greatest hits this year against us is with those guys, but yeah, that was uh, that was frustrating. And you know, um, I, I I I really hope we get Navy off the schedule. Uh, but that was um, that was just great all around effort. And, and guys, Chandler and, and, and Cliff, thanks for being my virtual roommates this week. I've uh, I've gone through kind of a tough thing with Dad this week and. Um, You know, thank you guys for being there, and um, and for our pirates, uh, it really lifts us up. All right, cheers, y'all.
1: All All right, Bryce, thank you, buddy, for tuning in the other night. Enjoyed the uh, the watch along, and uh, Bryce said uh, he's having a tough week. That was the highlight of his week, and if we can act like idiots for you and get a smile out of you, that's what we'll do.
7: I'll act like an idiot every day. That, well, we, oh, wait, we, we, I do that every day. We kind of do
1: it <laughs> anyway, me. so we might as well. And uh hope everything's going all right with you, Bryce. Uh, thanks, man. 317-1250. Let's go next to Vinny in Washington. Hey, Vinny.
8: Hey, guys. So what a game. That was one of the most uh, exciting games i witnessed in a long time. And uh, I don't want to brag about it, but I hit the nail right on the head we're gonna see the, beginning of the season. Six, seven wins. And now... They fulfilled my prediction. I'm happy as they can be. And all those critics—they were calling the one of the coach fire, offense coordinator, defense coordinator. I wonder what they think about them now. And by this kid, Ailers, he burst his butts tonight. I mean, that was a great game. Even the Navy team—I want to, you know, give all the credit in the world. about finally, we knocked the the monk off our back with the with the Navy. I hope, I hope we go to Hawaii. You know, that's one of my bucket lists to go to. But you know. Whatever they go, we're going to be there. Congrats to the Pirate Nation.
1: All right, Vinny, uh, wherever the Pirates end up, he will be there watching the bowl game. And it's not a big win unless Vinny is uh, calling out the critics. That's when you know the Pirates want a big one. Oh, yeah. I like it. All right, Monica, Brody, Michael, hang on. 317-1250, we have one open line. We'll take a timeout. Come back thanks to tiebreakers. I've already cleaned my plate. Uh, oh, mine's did, already gone. Uh, yeah. Healthy man, Billy Weaver, went with the Caesar salad today.
3: Yeah, that, that uh, just switching it up. Had All nothing right. to do with being healthy, that's for sure.
1: I went cheesesteak. It was awesome. We got some wings <laughs> thanks to tiebreakers. Tell you what, it's, so, it's not even 7 o'clock. Head over there right now, enjoy some football, some hoops, uh, the great sports night, and have some fun over at tiebreakers tonight. Thanks for the post-game meal. Let's take a timeout. We'll come back and have more for you on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show. We're back after this.
0: You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock.
1: Wow, 38-35, Pirates a winner, Owen Daffer from 54 as time expires. East Carolina didn't get many stops today, none in the first half, a few there in the second half, including Navy's last attempt to get a field goal or a touchdown. Pirates get the stop and then a long drive. The highlight there, a Holt Naylor's bomb to Tyler Sneed. And that sets up the Owen Daffer game winner. Clip Rock, Billy Weaver here with you, taking your calls. 317-1250 right now. The lines are loaded. So get in right when we hang up on this caller, which will be Monica in Greenville. Hello, Monica.
9: Well, hello, guys. That was the best game I think I've seen so far. That took more years off my pirate life, um, but... We have a winning season here, and uh, it's about time these Pirates have earned every bit of it. It was just amazing to see 563 total yards today, and 405 of those were passing yards. So hats off to our offense tonight. The defense put them in another good position to score, and they did it. I just have to really um, congratulate that Tyler Sneed catch there at the end of the game in double coverage was just an amazing snatch and grab. And the grit he showed to fight for that ball and come away with it—I love the fire I see in him. Um, but the, you know, the game of the day goes to Owen Daffer. When we think back to his very first kick of the season, that was with the App State game, and he missed his first kick was a PAT. So when we look at how far this young man has come, this walk-on redshirt freshman. Um, 39 yards was the longest he'd ever had, and that man nailed a 54-yard kick. And if you look at that kick, there was plenty of air to go on that. He had plenty of room to go. In Owen, we trust. We've got ourselves a kicker here, and he's developed so much over the season. This team has gelled in an amazing way. Um, We could have lost this game, and we'd all be calling in about clock management again I also think we we wasted that uh, time out late in the game, too, that, that I almost pulled my hair out. Why were we doing that? But the bottom line is we won in gritty Pirate fashion. We're on the winning side of this now. This team has come together in a great way. And, uh, gosh, I can't wait for Cincinnati. So I just urge everybody, get in the stands, get the tickets, and let's push them to a Cincinnati win. But way to go, Pirates. And uh, see you guys at the Cincinnati game
1: all right thank you monica as always for calling in 317-1250 to the u.s sailor fifth quarter call-in show and uh man we've um right real quick tyler williams wanted me to run over some stats the third downs uh stats uh and, and fourth downs and on the year going into the game east carolina just 35 percent offensively on third downs but 70 percent on fourth downs today east carolina i can do the quick math here 80 percent on fourth downs four out of five on big fourth down conversions third down six out of 14 so not great but better than the average i guess uh defensively navy and this kind of shows you their offense they were five of eight on third down so not many attempts and they were able to pick up five of those they did not attempt a fourth down but east carolina pretty uh, well still not great on third downs but fourth down they have been great all year long
3: yeah they've been great on fourth down all year long and uh you know you still got to get a little bit better uh, offensively on third down and on the flip side navy really surprised me with the the couple explosion plays i said before the game that east carolina probably needed to hit a couple of home runs maybe with keaton mitchell something like that east carolina never really got that home run ball uh, Navy did twice, and that, that was the the difference in, in Navy being able to hang into that game and actually have control of that game towards the end of the the ball game.
1: Three one seven twelve fifty. Uh, we go next to Brody in Greensboro. Hello, Brody. Hey, what's up,
10: guys? Hey, hey. So, um, uh, longtime listener, I, I graduated uh, twenty eighteen, so I've been through the highs and the lows of ECU uh, Pirate football. Um, I just want to. Um, of course, uh, go ahead and start out saying uh, "Go Pirates!" I can't—I I honestly can't believe the turnaround we've had this season. And also, want to—I uh, kind of want to address uh, some of the things. Uh, I guess some of the things I saw on social media, like uh, like I've noticed that that early, like earlier in the season, um, I've, I've noticed that that I've seen seen some fans like uh, like tag our players and and say a bunch of not so great stuff. And, and, and they think they know better, like than the offensive coordinator. And, and I just, I don't know. I just think that's, uh, that's not the right way to go about that. I mean, you gotta look at the, uh, look at it. These guys are college kids and, and like at the end of the day, it's just a football game. So, but, um, but, you know, they've been, they've been kind of quiet lately because, because, uh, the team's been killing it but but i just i just want every, everybody to uh respect all the players and, and 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 just feel a little more cordial because we've had a we've had a his we've had a history of of you know kind of kind of pushing our quarterbacks out you know with the Gardner Mint uh kurt big kurt uh situation i just i i just think we need to we need, like, I, I enjoy that our fan base is passionate, but we need to we need to kind of take a backseat sometimes on that on that sort of thing.
1: Well, I mean, it goes without saying, but I guess it it yeah. needs to be said for some. If you're one of those people that are tagging college players and posts online, then I mean, get a life. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, hopefully, the I, I don't know if the audience you're even referring to listens to this show, but if they are, get a life. You know, that's, I don't know. I don't have anything else to say, really. Yeah,
3: I mean, I understand passionate fan bases and things like that, and even students that get passionate about it. But, yeah, I mean, I agree 100%. These are college kids. These guys aren't making millions of dollars a year. Um, There are going to be very few of these players that even uh, get a shot at the next level, the NFL, or even, you know, the CFL or something like that. There's only a few, a limited handful. The rest of these guys are just playing, you know, um, to go to school, to have fun, to go out there and and you know, make a difference on the field. So to be able to, you know, and especially one of those guys that's been taking a lot of heat all year was Holton Ailes, and Holton has just responded. He really has. um You know, it, it's fair to get on the coaches and the the criticism of Donnie early in the season. Might you know, who's to say that's? I, I'm not one to say that's fair or not fair when it comes down to it. These coaches get paid, and if the fans don't think they're doing a good job, then you know you have the right to criticize. But let me tell you what the play calling tonight and the last couple games by Don. He's been great, especially on that fourth down conversion. Uh, Ryan Jones touchdown. That, that's well, a heck of a call.
1: There was another great fourth down conversion to Sneed for a touchdown. And then, right, the, that two point conversion play was the thing of beauty. Oh, yeah. Where Ehlers looked off and then found CJ open for a, a two point conversion. Yeah. So the play calling tonight was amazing. All right. Uh, Brody, anything else? Um, uh, I no. I just, I just hope the
10: Pirates finish strong and, 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 you know, uh, uh, uh hopefully we can uh, we can try to r- uh, run it back with, with Holt next year and, and and see what happens. Go Pirates.
1: All right. Thanks, Brody. 317-1250. Michael's up next in Greenville. Hey, Michael.
11: Man, man, man. Greenville, North Carolina is on the
2: map. Let's
11: go, Pirates. What's going on? What's going on from Greenville, North Carolina? Listen, I'm so fired up. Pirate Nation. Pirate Nation. New nation's on the phone. Talking about ECU at seven oh
2: seven at night.
11: Listen, listen to me, listen to me, Clip. Listen to me, um, Weaver, Weaver, Weaver. Listen, are
2: y'all listening?
1: We're listening. We're listening. You ain't saying nothing. Say something. I sure
11: am. I haven't said nothing. But listen. <laughs> <From the beginning. laughs> this team from the beginning of the season is like night and day. Um, those two heart wrenching losses to Houston and UCF, I believe it caused us to be ready for this moment. Because when you, you will either do two things, you'll either fold and run or you'll face the adversity and overcome when it comes to those type of losses. And I believe it built us for this moment, even down to the South Carolina loss going back. Like, it, the the way the DNA in this team of Mike Houston, it's all written and sprinkled all over it. When you look at his reaction, I don't know if you guys saw it, but y'all see the replay where they showed when, the, uh, when Owen kicked the field goal? Did y'all see Mike Houston's reaction?
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. He 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 had a great smile. Well, even before Owen Daffer hit the field goal on that second timeout when he uh, had a couple words with Daffer on the field, he had a smile on his face. He was very confident in his kicker, and it showed.
11: Very much. I was just about to say that, Weaver. I was going to say, like, you know, when they called those timeouts, you could see him talking to him. and um, Even Owen said something in the interview, and he was like, you know, the coach had confidence in him, and that really calmed his nerves down and everything, but it's just amazing how, you know, Mike Houston's DNA is just just infused in this team. And, you know, nobody on the outside knows what he knows. Um, you know, we all can, you know, just go by interviews or go by whatever the case may be. You know, wins and losses, I get all of that. But, you know, it takes time to build, and he's doing this the right way. And uh, my trust has been in him ever since. I'm not saying this because we have on a three-game winning streak. I've been like this ever since because it's the first time I've called on the radio show. Um, and even had time to do it. So I'm just, I'm excited about where we're headed. And I'm going to tell you something. I've got, I've been having the Cincinnati game circle on the calendar ever since they went for that fake punt uh, last year. I'm like, you know what? This is going to be payback. Because it's so, it's like the writing's on the wall for us to turn this program around at the right time. It's like this has built us for the moment for Cincinnati, who is ranked fifth in the nation, for us to really turn the program around. And we're on a, Winning Street, and here they are. They're coming into Greenville, and they think they're they're going into the the, the championship. I believe that this was meant for to happen. I believe that I've, I've been saying I don't want them to lose against SMU. I want them to come in here undefeated because next year when we beat Cincinnati this year, next year, everything that Cincinnati's doing, I believe next year will be doing because of the same adversity, the things that they went through, all these programs that are that are running, you know, and going at the top. They
2: went through something to get where they are. So listen, Cincinnati. Me and my son Mike. Mike, say what's up. What's up? So <laughs> what's up, my Mike? Mike. Here we go. You want some? You got some. get me the date. You come
11: get
1: some. Coach him up now.
3: Coach
2: That's him up. Awesome. All
1: right. Hey, Michael. Good call back. Love your energy, man. All right. Good first time call there, um, Chandler. We're talking about before the game. Mike Houston with these pregame pep talks. His pep talk is going to be an all-timer for that Cincinnati game next week. And keep an eye on Utah-Oregon tonight. Utah is favored against Oregon. If the Utes win that game... You could see Cincinnati, unless they have Michigan leapfrog them, Cincinnati could be top four heading into doughty Ficklin Stadium next year. Oh, yeah, year. that
3: would be amazing. Uh, it would just be a great atmosphere. I, I just hope you know everybody finds a way to get to doughty Ficklin Stadium. I understand it's the day after Thanksgiving. I know people are off. I know people are traveling and all that stuff. If you can make it into doughty Ficklin Stadium, do it, man. We need the atmosphere there. It's going to be great. It's going to be on national television, ABC, 330 kickoff, man. It's going to be a good one next weekend.
7: That's a good bunch. And the Pirates sustained effort. And violence! Violence!
1: (laughs) Thank you, Coach. 317-1250. Let's go to Sean in Sanford. Hey, Sean.
12: How about them Pirates? How about them Pirates, gentlemen? Mm
2: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
12: That that was one heck of a game. I'm telling you right now. uh, I was at Hilton Head, South Carolina, when they played South Carolina. And I was uh, miserable that evening. And I thought, man we getting ready to repeat all over again, but uh, I'm going to tell you right now, Mr. Houston and uh, Mr. Aylers, they got it going on. Uh, I had my doubts early on in the season, but tonight's game, uh, if there was any doubters tonight's game, they should have proved them, proved them all or, and me wrong. And uh, I just want to say hats off to Mr. Houston and Holton Aylers tonight, and uh, go Pirates. All
1: right, Sean. Thanks for calling in, man. And look, I've doubted this offense and and what they were doing throughout the year and sure things could still be cleaned up, but uh man, thirty eight today. We talked all week that even in the the games that have got away from East Carolina defensively, the offense hadn't really shown up in these meetings versus Navy. And yeah. they did today, Weave and uh still again, I think Monica said it, if this game and last week's game don't go the way of the Pirates at the end we got a laundry list of things we could be talking about.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> but, I mean, I've got some things that I, you know, I take notes during the game yeah. and things like that. There's some things that I had had written down. Um, you know, she, Monica had actually mentioned it too. Clock management. Yeah. I still think is an, is an issue because we were screaming at the TV, you know, going down the stretch that clock management, it just didn't seem like the Pirates were, you know, kind of pushing the envelope there to get on the field and get going. Um, so, you know, there's there's a few things, couple play calls here and there, but, uh, you know, now, there's some things that need to be cleaned up. There's some things that look really good. No turnovers today. None. There weren't any turnovers for either team, I don't think. I think there's zero turnovers across the board if I look at the. Yeah, uh, huge. Yeah, I mean, and that's huge, and and the Pirates won the uh, the possess time of possession battle. I mean, I know that's not a huge stat, but when you're playing a team Pence like Navy, Navy, it is. It is. It's a huge stat. Then again, it's,
1: when they have a 90 yard run, you, this is true. Well, they got a
3: 90. Yeah, the 90 yard run, and of course the 95 or six yard, whatever it was, kickoff return for a touchdown that should have been called back because of a hold that was called and then not called anymore. Um, so those two, of course, it gives the ball back to East Carolina for extra offensive possession. So, but still, I mean, when you beat Navy and time of possession you're doing something
1: alright 317-1250 we will take a time out come back and have more for you on the US Sailor 5th quarter call in show Michael, Kristen, Patrick and Kyle hang on we'll get to your calls when we return after this
0: You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. Now, with the Pirate Radio scoreboard, here's Shirley Rhodes.
13: All right, let's uh, look at some scores going on right now. Missouri and Florida, with about a minute to go in the game, are tied at 16. Uh, UCF is uh, beating up on UConn right now. 49-17 is that score with under six minutes to go in the game. TCU has a 31-28 lead over Kansas. UCLA leads USC 48-33. Baylor leads Kansas State 14-7. Auburn and South Carolina underway, no score as of yet. And uh, Stanford and Cal also underway and uh, no score there either. And that is a look at your Buck scoreboard brought to you by the Buccaneer Music Hall, your beacon of music in the land of the Pirates in eastern North Carolina. Open from noon until 2 a.m. with live music every night. Coming up tonight, the Mikhail Buck Band, and also uh, football, during football season, they have food trucks during the day. Follow the Buck on Facebook and Instagram for an updated schedule, and we'll see you at the Buck. Now let's head back into the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame calling show. Here is your host, Clip Rock.
1: Alright, starting to see some steel shots of the locker room, and a uh, smile Owen Daffer and his teammates all around him and celebrating and uh, according to Chris Bray uh, he said that Owen Daffer uh, and Jeff Charles on the, the network broadcast Owen Daffer said he received a scholarship and the game ball wow sounds pretty quick that is pretty quick i mean I, <laughs> how do
3: you not give that guy a scholarship and uh, what was it one of the callers earlier said that give that guy a scholarship in the in the locker room at postgame uh, there you go apparently that Done. has happened Done. according to uh, i said
7: give him a scholarship on the way on the flight back yeah and uh, You're a little way, late. uh yeah way ahead of me yeah.
1: <laughs> all right kyle patrick kristen hang on we'll go back to your calls on the fixed nc live line michael is up in falkland hey michael michael got to be patient with us and he did, he was not. All right, three one seven twelve fifty Kristen is up in Aiden. Hey Kristen.
9: Hi, good evening. Cheer for East Carolina. Cheer for Uncle Dick Dickie for pirates. I'm so glad for this win. That is awesome. My husband wants to chime in. Arr!
1: There you go. Sounds like a good man. It does. You're sounds nice
3: like
6: Aiden.
3: Sounds like a lot of fun there.
6: We love you, Holden. You guys deserve this. Y'all celebrate tonight. Y'all lo- we love y'all.
2: Go hey, Pirates!
1: All right. Kristen and husband there fired up after the win. All right, 317-1250. Patrick is up next in Greenville. Hello, Patrick.
2: Hey, um, that
13: was a great win, um, 35-38. That Owen Daffer kick was incredible. I feel like um he is definitely going to be one of the best, and go Pirates.
1: Okay, Patrick, thanks for calling in. Good job, Patrick. All right, Patrick in Greenville. Rolling through the calls. Let's see if Kyle and the Granges calls as quick as those. I'm going to say it's not. What's up, Kyle?
14: What's going on, fellas? One of these days, I want a kid to call in and the parents not script this call and just see what they'll say. Just put them on the spot and ask them to analyze the game totally unscripted. You know, if they can come up with anything. No offense to Patrick. I'm through. He's a great kid. But I just think that would be hysterical. Um, anyway, guys. Uh, all right. I I I don't know who was more shocked than Owen Daffer made that kick. Owen Daffer. Oh, I, I don't think Owen believed he's gonna make the kick. Look at his face after that kick. Uh Mike Houston, who I don't know, did anybody my wife is really good at reading lip. Um go back and watch that game on D V R and keep watching Coach Houston as they keep showing him on the sidelines after the kick's good. Uh, and there's a little treat in there for you. I can't say it on the air. Um That was incredible, guys. This team is starting to feel like a team of destiny. Uh, with these last few games, and you know, there's no conference championships to win at this point, and you can't even win the division. But you got, and I don't care what the uh, what the playoff rankings say, the AP poll and the coaches poll, which used to be what we went by for years, so Cincinnati's the Cincinnati's number two team in the country. We got the number two team in the country coming in here, and you know, if you want to go by the playoff rankings, top five team. And if we can beat them, something I don't think people have thought about: if you beat a top five football team. And then you go win a bowl game against potentially an ACC team, and you got nine wins. We get end up in the top twenty-five because once you beat a top-five team, you're going to start getting votes. So, who would have thought? Even just a few weeks ago, there is an outside shot for the Pirates to finish the season in the top twenty-five if we can handle the, our business against Cincinnati and uh, go win that bowl game. But Holt Naylor's incredible man. I'm telling you what, Holt's taken so much crap over the years from people. And to see him, the way he's playing, now he ain't perfect, but his leadership ability, his guts, his intestinal fortitude to make big plays late in games here lately, to get that two-point conversion, to get that last touchdown to Tyler Snead, it's just been unbelievable. And, you know, I, I don't want to criticize Houston's clock management. because that does seem to be the one weakness in his game. But uh, Owen Daffer Belt is out there. And I, I just – everybody, look, students, if, if you're going home to see Mama on Thanksgiving – Go eat your turkey, get your car, and get back to Greenville for Friday. You do not want to be. You do not want to. Be, if we beat Cincinnati, that is ECU football history, baby. And you need to have your ass in the stadium. Because Ten years from now, if we win that game, everybody in Greenville, every ECU student is going to say they were there. So don't have to lie about it. Be there as we make history. Go Pirates.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. And a couple of things there too. Uh, you know, this going into the Cincinnati game, all the pressure is going to be on Cincinnati it really is there's no pressure on East Carolina that's what I'm
1: saying especially if Oregon loses tonight and they are in that top four yeah. and as Kyle said they're going to be undefeated ranked second third whatever in the other polls they're going to have a ton of pressure on them to complete the undefeated regular season and then they'll have to go on to a championship and then to whatever's next but oh yeah and they did finally look like Cincinnati today yeah. and put the beat down on SMU so they got back right East Carolina's absolutely rolling right now and uh, and man, that, that, I, I like Billy. I think we talked about it on the pregame. I especially and you maybe a little bit scoffed at the people. Oh yeah, I weeks did too. ago, absolutely. That said, we're going to beat Cincinnati, and was I was it, like, hold on. Was really? that
3: after the Marshall win? I think was it, it was a, early, early, a little than than later than that.
1: But but I was like, you know, relax, man. Cincinnati, that's there's a different ballpark. I, I want to
7: say it was the Temple game
1: when we so. yeah. were forty five three. That's in. it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's then, it. Well, since then, Cincinnati's been winning, but. Not necessarily winning pretty, and East Carolina has looked like a real tough, legit football team. And Cincinnati was here, and we right, were here, and right. it's starting to get a little closer, you know.
3: Yeah, and, and I think it was Temple that Temple game because I think at the time uh, Cincinnati had played at home against Tulsa. And if you remember, they won by eight points. Tulsa was right on the doorstep. Oh uh, yeah, we were remember. Watching. And yeah. then Cincinnati turned them over on four downs. Then Cincinnati trying to run out the clock, they had to run a play to get from off their own goal line and fumbled the ball so they they had a chance to lose that game at home and i think that's when everybody said okay cincinnati is gettable if we can win these three game these next three games uh which east carolina's done they've got a four game winning streak going into the cincinnati game it's definitely possible it's there and like i said all the pressure now is on cincinnati and not on east carolina you must have seen something on oh twitter that's
1: really good here kyle was right dan thank you so uh, much yeah there's there, there is this and uh you can read the lips there we can't say <laughs> it but no, that is an no. all-timer oh sorry have you not uh you not seen it yet see if you can read these oh, no. lips here We here you go holy oh yeah holy
15: <laughs> that is put
1: awesome in, put in a word that is so awesome thank you dan for sending me that all right uh brian pays johnny thomas hang on let's go uh take a break shirley Rhodes, we'll come back we will clear your calls with thomas johnny pays and brian And yours, 317-1250. What a win for the Pirates, 38-35 over Navy. We'll be back to celebrate it more after this.
0: You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Post Game Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. All
1: right, 317-1250. We have lines locked and loaded at the moment. Billy and I uh, are reaching out and... No word yet, Weave, on what time the uh, the plane will be getting home. We're getting a lot of questions about that.
3: No, I haven't gotten a text return, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, probably just frantic. People People that I've been texting are usually working right after the game, so once things settle down in Annapolis, I'm sure I'll get some text back.
1: We will let you know as soon as we hear from the proper All right, Hey,
13: uh, Clip, real quick, I have a stat for you to consider. Uh,
1: I'll consider, consider. it.
13: Uh, this comes from... Our stat guy, he's that guy, uh, Tom McClellan.
1: Oh, he is that guy, pal. You're that um, guy, pal.
13: He said, honestly, you can't make this stuff up. In two thirty-eight to thirty-five wins over Navy in Annapolis, ECU quarterbacks Dominique Davis and Holt nailers combined on a sixty-seven of seventy-seven five touchdowns, and 777-yard passing performances that are exactly 10 years apart. Wow.
1: Oh, I didn't realize uh, Ehlers only had five incompletions today
7: yeah there was yeah uh, he middle was of the third quarter i heard the announcer say that that's his second incomplete pass i was like really
1: <laughs> and not not trying to
3: call anybody out but if you remember the one incomplete pass to omatosho that hit him uh, kind Oma, of, omadosho Oma, yeah, yeah as, Oma-do, Oma- <laughs> <laughs> as randy omadeus Oma- omadosho and 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 blevins instead bruce of bruce blevins we'll talk bruce to bruce Blev. blevins. Oh, blevins. Blevins. on monday yeah yeah uh but yeah i mean that hit him right in the hands it was kind of a low and away pass that he should have caught um well, so great
7: defensive play by the navy defender to rip it out no no late. no that's that's
3: a oh that's a different what are you talking that's about that's a different pass there was just a, a, a inside slant pattern where it was kind of thrown down and low and he oh, went down yes, to get yes. it right exactly. he should he should have caught it and, and right. ogotosho is going to be one of those guys that will tell you yeah i should have caught that ball
1: Taylor's also threw one into the chest of a navy guy that was dropped, so true it happens both ways oh
3: yeah yeah absolutely,
1: so, absolutely. but man what a game. Hey, five so but look I'm
3: trying to inflate you know because it's it's a you know it's a local kind of thing you know that I'm trying to inflate
1: oh Ayler's this numbers. is all about our propaganda yes
3: yeah, uh. local propaganda that I'm trying to inflate Holt Naylor's numbers. you
1: didn't on. have to you don't have to do it much today <laughs> with you awesome numbers 405 five incomplete uh, or five non-complete passes because i think there was a pick ma- no no pick no picks there. no no turnovers so five, five incomplete passes three touchdowns through the air had some big runs on the day as well
3: and he had a recovered fumble of his own fumble
1: well that was like a dribble it, looked like it he was Allen iverson dribbling I, through I the
3: tell you what, traffic sometimes that that ball bounces weird and that, was that was a was fourth a down too. it was a fourth he down. had got the first down right right and, and then fumbled it.
7: You and know, it about popped
3: right back up to him.
7: I saw a tweet from Minji's Maniacs, and it was a side-by-side. And the t- tweet was obviously about Owen Daffer. But one picture was the onside kick that he kicked and recovered at Marshall. Yes. And then tonight's uh, 54-yarder to win the game.
1: Is I mean, Owen Daffer the clutchest player in ECU history? Adding to his
7: highlight reel as a freshman, <laughs>
1: as a kicker. He's got a lot going on uh, in this one year of football. Hey, you know
3: what? I, speaking of kickers, how many did, did John Young punt? Do you remember? Today? Yeah. Once? One time? One time. I, at I know least there, one time. I, know I didn't think
7: no, Navy was ever going to punt today.
3: Right. There were no punts in the first half. None.
7: None. <laughs> zero, no, zero, zero. John zero. Young had
1: one punt for thirty-four yards. There you go. Inside. Oh yeah, it was on the like, the forty-five yard line. That's where right. Where he tried to pin him deep, yep. and then the next play went ninety yards. Oh yeah. That's all right. Three one seven twelve fifty. <laughs> Thomas Johnny pays hang on. Let's go to Brad in Annapolis. Up. Oh, sorry, Brian in Annapolis. Hello, Brian. What's up,
16: boys? Brian Moore. How are y'all? Doing great. Hey, uh, I was texting with Troy. I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller. He said, "Call in." I got a uh, carload of kids, a uh, couple friends. We just were sitting on the front row, uh, right behind the defense for the whole game. We were pulling them through, and Lord Almighty, they did it! And uh, we saw the wind to the uh, we saw the wind to the kicker's back there when when they drove the ball down, and um, we we didn't know if he could make it, but with that wind at his back. It worked, and here we are. We're all pumped.
1: Look like a great pirate contingency today, there, Brian in Annapolis, rooting on the Pirates. seeing some videos, some crowd shots, and uh, looked like you weren't you weren't alone there, pulling for the Pirates today.
16: No, we weren't. Uh, I went to the game two years ago, and um, it was a great crowd. The navy, the navy um, tailgate and the camaraderie up there is just phenomenal. We um, we had a great tailgate tailgate spot everybody was really nice and um it was such a pleasure to be treated up there everybody was uh congratu- congratulating us after the game uh very proud and uh go usa and go pirates that's all i can say keep it short and sweet boys and girls thank you
1: brian and uh thanks for uh heading up there and cheering the pirates on today in annapolis 317-1250 we go next to b pays in raleigh what's up pays
17: you know what time it is right Say it, pound cake time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say crown, but I, I, I was gonna about say the it cake. looked like tequila time to me.
17: I'm actually going to make a crown peach pound cake. Let's get go. Let's go. Get ready for that.
1: <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> That'll float your eyes. Um,
17: tell out to Jaquan McMillan because if if he doesn't punch that ball out, we're not here tonight. <laughs> I don't think we're here because if he doesn't punch that ball out in the fumble and he goes back eight yards, I think maybe continues to drive and goes down for a field goal and try to win the game.
3: Hey, that's a great point. Great point.
17: Yeah, because it, that to me, besides Daffer's kick, that was probably the biggest play in the game because they were moving. And when that when that receiver caught that, I think it was playing across, and he got it, and McMillan uh, punched that ball out. And it went back, you know, seven yards out of bounds. That took them out of field. That took them out of going for it on fourth down. They were fourth and seven. So, shout to I mean, that kid, he'll be playing on Sundays. There's no doubt about it. Um, what, a, what a great play. And Daffer, good gracious. I mean, somebody get that man a drink tonight. And Green, I don't know. He's probably not legally get a drink. I shouldn't say that. He's not legally yet. But somebody get him some water. Somebody get him a Coke or something. But uh, good good uh, good win for the Pirates. And, uh we got to fill, fill it up for Cincy next week. They came alive today against SMU. So, uh, good win for the Pirates. And uh, we got to work on the clock management. So, go Pirates. Appreciate
1: y'all. All right, Pace. Enjoy the pound cake. Three one Let's go next to Johnny in Wilmington. What's up, Johnny?
4: you? Billy. Come on,
2: guys.
1: Come on, guys. Come on.
4: Man, what a great win. Clip, you
8: must have some money on that pick game. I yeah
1: <laughs> Well...
2: I
17: saw you, you Clip.
1: I got a push. So, uh, that's better than a loss, right?
18: There you go. There you go. I, I, I'm betting on your Redskins tomorrow, so anyway.
1: Good God. You must have a lot of money, Johnny, just to throw away. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking the same thing.
18: Yeah, I'm trying to go opposite of the nation. So. All right. But uh, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, I thought the wheels are going to come off when we got that bad call. Uh, But uh, I'm telling you what, man, Mike Houston dog cussed every one of them officials out, so
8: he uh, took up for them. But, uh,
18: man, when's the last time East Carolina's
1: had four straight wins? Uh, 2014, they had five in a row.
3: Yeah, and it's the first time that they've had four straight wins in American Athletic Conference play.
18: Wow, just incredible in that. That field goal kicker man, he was just awesome. So, great win, great show, love you show and uh, love you from Deport City, buddy.
1: All right, Johnny, good to hear from you, man. 317-1250. We go next to Thomas in Okinawa, Japan. Hello, Thomas.
12: Hey, well, my friends. How are we doing?
1: Hey, doing
3: good.
12: Go Pirates, man. What a win. uh just uh unbelievable. It's uh it's a little difficult. I'm, I'm out here. Uh, I'm, my wife's in the Marine Corps, and we're out here on, on orders uh, uh, for the Marine Corps. So it's a little difficult to catch, catch the games, but I was able to uh, get it over the Internet and, and get up early in the morning and, and start watching the game. And uh, I know there's probably a lot more people can talk to out, uh, about stats out there than I can, but from a psychological perspective, you know, at the beginning of the season, I'm sure everybody can agree on this, you know, when, when we – Got handed those few a uh, couple of losses to start out the season. High expectations wasn't going how we wanted to, and you know, and here come the naysayers. You know, they always come out of the woodwork. You know, get rid of uh, get rid of Houston uh, bench uh, Ailers. Let's get Garcia in there, and you know, just uh, you know, everybody becomes you know a coach all of a sudden and an athletic director. Um, but the resiliency that this team has shown throughout the year has just been unbelievable. Um, you know, and even in this game, to see Navy hit those two home run balls and, you know, haven't been able to really stop the run the entire game and for the defense to step up and make put a couple stops together and then the Turner and stay in the game the entire time, I think is just uh, a testament of the mental fortitude that this team has built throughout the season. And and really in that app state game to open up, you know they it, they really seem kind of overall you know offense and defense. And uh, but this game right here, I mean, just the the mental fortitude to stick to it and to pull this win out is just spectacular. And you know I can't I'm I'm beside myself. I'm I'm actually kind of hopeful for the Cincinnati game. I know we got a tall order in front of us, but you know that's the beauty of sports is kind of. In the hoping that we can
1: win and uh I'd like to see them pull that up set. Thomas, uh appreciate you tuned in and, and taking uh and calling tonight. What time is it over there where you are?
12: Oh, uh, it's uh currently nine forty in the
1: morning. Huh. All right. Well, that's our uh, Shirley, is that our furthest away call of the year? Okinawa, Japan. I'm gonna say uh, yeah, it, oh, is. Yeah, it definitely is good stuff Thomas thank you and uh, thank your wife as well
3: yeah and and as far as the it's kind of intestinal fortitude from this ECU football team they could have you know they could have just kind of folded on those long plays you know clip and i had talked about in the in the pregame show could this be a hangover game you know you're coming off a big win you're looking ahead to cincinnati this is a team that's really not used to winning you know they broke out the cigars in memphis afterwards it was a huge win that was their goal of the season to get to six wins this was a setup man it was a setup to be a hangover game but east carolina on that very first drive showed what they were made of. They you know, they went in there on that first drive, marched right down the field. Heck, from the very first play of the game on the Keaton Mitchell run, where he gets over a 1,000 yards, then he ends it with a touchdown right there. That just kind of set the tone for the rest of the game. And the Pirates never seemed like they ever hung their heads. They never felt like they were out of the game. Great effort by this team tonight yeah
7: the the first drive of the game was really a, just a punch in the mouth uh from the pirates to uh to navy and i couldn't even get the tiebreakers in time to uh watch the pirates score they, they scored so quick and thanks to that uh you know Keaton mitchell 23 yard run on the very first yeah. play of the game you know we were like all right when's he going to get the thousand yards in this game very first he play said, let's 23 get, let's get yards this out of the way let's quick. get this out of the way
1: <laughs> all right uh thank you thomas uh is he going to tr- Anything else, Thomas? That's it. Thank you, guys. I, I appreciate it. Let's go, Pirates. All right, Thomas in Okinawa, Japan, 317 1250. Al Cameron, hang on. We'll get to your calls when we return on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call in show. About quarter to eight. Still time to have a fun night at Tiebreakers. If you can't make it tonight, Sunday is always great at Tiebreakers. They'll have all the NFL games on for you. Hey, Pirates and Davidson Hoops coming up tomorrow right. tomorrow
3: uh, six o'clock right? yeah
1: you can uh, check that out at tiebreakers as well and uh, enjoy some fantastic food fun pirate beverages it's all there at tiebreakers all right al cameron you're up next and hey we got a couple open lines for the first time tonight if you want to jump in 317-1250 we're back after this
0: You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth-quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. Now, with the Pirate Radio scoreboard, here's Shirley Rhodes.
13: All right, Baylor has a 17-7 lead over Kansas State in the third quarter. Auburn has jumped out to a 14-0 lead over South Carolina in the second. Uh, California and Stanford still no score. They're in the second quarter, and Oregon and Utah also no score yet. Ole Miss has a 7-0 lead over Vanderbilt in the first quarter. Tennessee has a 7-0 lead over South Alabama. And Miami has jumped out to a 7-0 lead over Virginia Tech in the first quarter. That is a look at your Buck scoreboard brought to you by the Buccaneer Music Hall. It is your beacon of music in the land of the Pirates. The Buck is open from noon until 2 a.m. with live music every um, night. And uh, during football season, they have food trucks during the day. Follow the Buck on Facebook and Instagram for an updated schedule. And we'll see you at the Buck. Now let's head back in to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame Game in show. Here is your host, Clip Rock.
1: All Billy, if you didn't have a uh, a score line underneath or... Know which game I just turned it to? You'd have no idea what teams are playing by these uniforms.
3: No, it's funny that you say that because as <laughs> soon as you turn this on, I was about to ask you who has the craziest uniforms. Is it Oregon or Utah?
1: You know what? Somehow Utah has out crazy. They or have. Oregon. They have, especially a helmet which is, which know, is hard hard yeah. to do. That's also hard to I've do. never seen that UU on the field before. No, it's the, the U of U U-U.
3: U Utes, the Utes of Utah. Uh, so U- oh, yeah, U. they could go
1: triple U, U- I guess. If they want to. Yeah, I,
3: I guess they could U U U. Those helmets—they yeah, helmets. like what do they have? Bowling on balls. Okay. Oh no 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 no! You know what that is? No, they, they've got uh, they've got military helmets because that one helmet said USS Salt uh, Salt Lake City. I guess. Do you remember a couple years ago when Navy we played Navy and Navy? I remember we went up there. Navy had those really cool helmets where mm-hmm. they had the uh, one of them had a destroyer. They had like three oh, yeah, different yeah. types of helmets. All each each player. Had one of three helmets. One had an aircraft carrier on it. I remember taking pictures of it. They were beautiful helmets, uh, and that kind of re- that reminds me of those uh, those old Navy helmets.
1: So uh, right now they're just kicking off. This is a big one because Oregon is ranked third in the college football playoff poll, playing tonight at Utah, and it looks like Oregon is going to force a punt here.
7: All right. Uh, By the way, Dub Buck. Yeah. Dub Buck. Uh, Mikael Buck will be there tonight. to so go out and where. Celebrate at the buck. buck who the buccaneer music hall the buck who, who who's there mikhail buck where at the buck
1: okay i think i got it
7: go celebrate a pirate who's, victory with mikhail buck at the buck who did, well, who's what, first
1: who did washington beat
7: last week the bucks the bucks the <laughs> bucks the bucks the bucks, da bucks. All right. <laughs> who's the washington football team gonna lose to tomorrow uh Duh, Panthers.
1: See, we had some great going. Ray, sorry. we really had. We were. Any sense. We were in. We it were
13: in tune. I'm sorry. I had to. Right. You guys were right here, and then
1: <laughs> great flow
3: going. I on. Had so to. what's what's the line on that game tomorrow? Panthers you know? three,
7: and a half. three and a half. Yeah. Three and a half. Cam Newton will throw mm. four interceptions tomorrow. So don't worry. That would be, nice. be Sacked six times.
1: Shut and see. Now you're doing that. You know what? You know what? That's Why is your mic on? You're a producer. Where do you wow, get off? You just got there You're a producer. Look, where do you get off talking on this show? Wow. Just oh my. Mouth, look at that
3: mouth wide
1: open. <laughs> <I was> just <laughs> something's gonna fly in there. Chandler and I have this relationship. He we had a, disbelief. We
7: had a great time the other night on the watch along. And you know we had a great example the other night. Where you know what,
1: Chandler, I, I, I'm sorry I said that. I forgive you. All right.
7: See, Billy? You know it's what? that no, easy.
1: The world should be like that.
3: Yep, that's, that's how sh- easy It should it is. be that I easy. I got
7: mad at uh, Clip. I said, I'm sorry. I he accepted his apology. And I said, everything's fine.
3: Yeah. You know what? Men are more. I, I, no. I'm not, no. What are gonna you gonna doing do now? I'm not going to oh, do it. I'm no. not going to do
1: it. We need to get to the call. I'm
3: <laughs> just saying. Guys get mad at each other, and they, they can go outside oh. and punch each other in the face and then pick each other up and say, let's go have a beer. And it's over with
13: uh-huh <laughs> memes, and, what, memes what do you got to say about women, that, oh, no, wait, wait, that no, no 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 you're getting married in three weeks i want to hear yours
1: <laughs> women can do that this too. is why this show's about callers and not us right, This is what right because we, we get ourselves over. in trouble all right brad <laughs> clip told me to say that brad charlie cameron hang on let's go to al in greenville hello al hey hey clip what's up hey where's the buck where's the buck Yeah, you know where AJ's is? It's uh, it's right down the road from there at uh, at Bell's Fork, beside the Harris Theater. Yeah, right in that area.
19: It's the first time I ever heard of it. I I must really be out of it. I don't can't believe it. Yeah, that was probably the best game that uh, Ellers ever played. I've never never seen him play a game like that, and uh, very impressed. And I can't wait the next Friday night. Maybe we'll have a chance against Cincinnati. Uh, I was listening to the uh, after the game with Jeff Charles, and he had the field goal kicker on, and they said, and he said that uh, they gave him a game ball, and they also put him on scholarship. How did how how did he get the ECU if he wasn't on scholarship?
1: He's a walk on. Well, they have walk ons that join the team that aren't on scholarship.
19: A field goal kicker?
1: Oh yeah, that's that's very typical.
3: Punters and place kickers get put on, or uh, uh, get put on the team through walk-ons all the
1: time. And there are some kickers that, that get a scholarship. Yeah. and We've had some in the past, but oh, yeah. but some places uh, scholarships it, are valuable.
3: Was it Warren Harvey on scholarship from Rose when he
1: was at ECU? Yeah, we've had some. Yeah, some. it's been Verity. a very very yeah.
19: Yeah, I was surprised because he said it was very emotional. His parents were. I guess his parents are happy. But that's unbelievable. But, uh, well, I'm going to try to make it to the game next Friday. I understand a couple of friends of mine called, and they said they're going to have specials on tickets, and the students are going to be allowed to bring somebody with them, and uh, hopefully have 50,000 people there. That would be unbelievable. So I hope to see you guys there.
1: All right, Al. Thank you, man. There's Al in Greenville. Yeah, and I think East Carolina's
3: administration and their marketing department and everybody over there this week needs to pull out all the stops. Um, you know what? This there's, there's not a more important game on the schedule. There's not a more uh, visible game for East Carolina this year. It's on national television, ABC at 3.30. Do what you can. If you've got to give away tickets to get fans in the stands and get a great atmosphere in there, do it. I mean, because it's worth it. It is worth it
1: 100%. All right, Cameron's up. He went to the game in Annapolis. Hello, Cameron.
20: Clip. let's go Pirates, baby. Let's go Pirates.
1: Hey, Cameron, I got a question for you before you get started. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did ECU deserve to win this game?
20: Yes, we did deserve to win. Well, when we decided not to go for it, I, I thought for sure we would lose. Uh,
1: I saw you post that a few times, so I'm just wondering now – do you think ECU deserved to win this I mean, game?
20: That was a bad decision. Was that not a bad decision? I know we won, but was that was that not a bad decision? I think the field goal did nothing for you there.
1: Well, now you're asking me a question. I thought you should have gone for it there. Yeah,
20: you know, After that, if we would have lost, I would have said we would have deserved a loss. <laughs> was-
1: I know. I'm just messing with you. Go ahead, man.
20: It doesn't matter. We won. We won. Listen, Holt Nailers had the best game of his career. What a game by Holt Naylor's guys. And I don't know if anybody else has uh, mentioned this, But the play of the game, to me, was not the 52-yard field goal kick. It was Jaquan McMillan on that last possession Navy had the ball, knocking the ball out, and it went back about four yards for a loss for a fumble. Um, That was a huge play because that really killed their momentum and got them really out of field goal range, and we got the ball back. To me, that was the play of the game. Jaquan McMillan, to me, is the player of the season, apart from Keith Mitchell. But anyways, listen, Owen Daffer, 52-yard kick. Uh, the Navy hasn't experienced a walk-off bomb like that since Pearl Harbor. So, I um, mean, what, what a kick. And, listen, pack Dowdy-Ficklin Stadium next Friday. Mike Houston, build him a statue. Owen Daffer, build him a statue. Everyone, there's no excuse not to be there next Friday, guys. I want to see as many fans as possible. I know the students are going to be out of school, so the alumni needs to make up for that and do everything you can to be at the game. What a team performance. What a gritty win for the Pirates. What an unbelievable game um, between Navy and East Carolina. What a beautiful, amazing football game. I'm so proud of this team. I'm so hyped right now. I have no voice. Great contingent of Pirate fans at the stadium. It was almost like a home game for us at some point tonight. We were so so loud and stuff. Go Pirates. Pack the stadium next week, and let's beat Cincinnati, guys. Roll damn Pirates
1: all right cameron uh coming back from annapolis appreciate the call as always cameron is a regular here on the fifth quarter
3: yeah and, and usually in a game like this and and no different tonight there are not enough game balls to go around i mean there's a ton of them you can get about Holt Naylor's had a great game deserves a game ball owen daffer obviously without a question uh deserves a game ball uh jaquan, jaquan ben- mcmillan Miller. obviously deserves a game ball um Tyler Snead. I mean, that big catch down at the end. He had 137 yards to catch. I mean, there are so many guys that deserve game balls on this, and that's what it is. It's a team effort, um, and, and in a close game like this, you could look at, look back at a number of different plays. And as far as the timeout that was called, that could have been that could have been dreadful. And we talked about that as opposed you know, the the uh, play clock was running down. Um, it was a short chip shot field goal. Take the five yard penalty right there because it was a weird angle from the right hash mark anyway. Instead, uh, Houston decides to call a timeout right there. That was questionable, and right when it happened, I thought, "I hope this doesn't come back and bite us in the butt." And it nearly did.
1: Three one seven twelve fifty. Charlie is up in Pittsburgh. Hello, Charlie.
17: Clip Billy Chandler Shirley go Pirates baby. What? <laughs> I, I'm still I'm still in disbelief. I mean, when I think of I mean, gosh, when I think of how I felt about this team and what our prospects were at the end of that Appalachian State game versus how I feel about it now, I mean, it's night and day. I mean, this is a different ball team. And and you think about the number of close games that they have been in, the ones they've won and the ones they've lost, where we fought to the end. And this is a team that can take some punches and keep on chugging. I mean, yeah, think, about, yeah, think about how many teams would have folded in the fourth quarter, after two big 90 yard plays like that. I mean, <laughs> you know, it was our You know, it, it, uh, I'm speechless. I cannot believe it. Um, I'm so happy. I, I,
1: <laughs> I'm stuttering all over. Charlie's just laughing to himself. Charlie, I you, I, hey, in, in bad times, Charlie would be the guy to call in to try to lift our spirits, maybe tell us a joke, maybe give us one positive on a day full of negatives. And now, Charlie your positivity pot is overflowing. You don't know how to handle yourself.
17: <laughs> That's right. I can't. I absolutely can't stand it. But, boys, we have got to get into Doughty-Sickland Stadium on Friday. Like Kyle from LaGrange said earlier, 10 years from now, everybody's going to say they were at that game. Um, and I'm going to be there. I hope everybody else will be. Paint this some purple. Let's go, Pirates.
1: All right. Thank you, Charlie, in Pittsburgh. All right, 317-1250. Let's go next to Brad in Farmville. Hey, Brad.
15: Hey, Clip, Uh, I'm just going to have some thoughts. Um, hey, Billy. Um, one word is the word validation. I wrote that on my Facebook page and AAC, you're on notice. Uh, that was a flag on the, uh, run back. Uh, daffer, that was a huge kick. I'm going to give some player shout outs here. Uh, daffer, that was a huge kick, uh, 54 yards. Uh, we don't normally see those. Um, that was a Blake or Jeff Blake or Cardin-esque type pass that Holton threw to Snead. I thought that was huge. And uh, he's definitely calm, cool, and collected now. Um, Houston, his gambles, great coach. The defense, uh, can't speak enough about um, all of it. The emotion that I saw uh, on the field and in the locker room afterwards, um that they showed on facebook was just amazing i really did think 75 if the cookie crumbled the right way that could be what we would finish and now we've got a chance to go eight and four uh the cbs announcers were so one-sided it was appalling and go pirates that that was just great arg
1: all right uh thank you brad the uh Randy Cross, I don't know, I guess, you think, Billy, those two guys do all the Navy-CBS college sports games? No, so. yeah, they do a lot of them. So it's almost like a, a home broadcast for them. It is. They, they, it. they
3: like the service. And look, yeah. listen, I love the service academies. I, I think I put that on, on Twitter earlier tonight. I love the service academies. I, I love what they stand for. Uh, if you've never been to a game at Army or Navy, uh, I've never been to a, an air Force game, but I would imagine it's the same type of atmosphere I've been to citadel games army games uh navy games there's nothing like the surface academy atmospheres it's It's a sense of pride it's awesome, but of course you want to beat them um so and i I think you know those those broadcasters they sometimes they get a little bit uh one sided because they're service academies
1: There is a deal going on for next uh Friday and Saturday and Sunday. You can get four tickets to ECU football for Friday, four tickets to men's basketball for Saturday, and four tickets to women's basketball for Sunday for sixty dollars. So that's five dollars oh, a beat ticket. That. You can't. There's no excuse. Five no bucks a excuse. ticket, and if you don't want the hoops, you're spending sixty bucks for four ECU Cincinnati football tickets. Absolutely. But the way men's basketball and women's hoops you're are playing, two in a row. Joe Dooley's Pirates are playing great. Why not make it a pirate weekend? Yeah, and 60 it, like, bucks. like
3: you said, for sixty bucks, if you only use the football tickets, that's fifteen dollars a ticket. Where can you go to see a, a seven and four team playing a nationally ranked, well, number two team in the country?
1: Eleven and team.
3: Eleven and 0 team
1: on the verge of the college football playoff for fifteen bucks on ABC? Are you biggest serious? Game of the day get there and man we're gonna be hearing a lot about east carolina this week in the national media oh yeah so cover your ears because you're gonna hear eastern carolina a lot and you're gonna hear how pesky the pirates are and all that but there's gonna be a ton of attention on this east carolina cincinnati game on espn fox sports wherever you look wherever you go so uh, this is great for East Carolina. They're going to get a lot of notoriety this week, We've,
3: You know what? And our fans have talked about that before. You know, uh, where's the respect? Where's the na- – this is it. This is this is how you get respect. You go out on the field. First of all, you support your team and get out there and pack uh, Dowdy-Ficklin Stadium. And then East Carolina, you, you know, you give them that home field advantage and – East Carolina can go out there and earn some respect pretty pretty quickly.
1: Alright, uh, let's get Richard, and then we'll take a timeout. Richard's up in Greenville. Hello, Richard.
21: Hello, Clip. How are you? Great, sir. How are you? I'm good. Look, Billy, help me out. When is the last time we had a top 10 team in Dowdy Ficklin? Was it West Virginia?
1: Uh, Was West Virginia...
21: I, yeah, I know they were, they were top 10. I'm they trying they to think nine. have we had one since then. I don't though.
3: think since then. Not at... If if my memory serves me correctly, I think West Virginia was the last time a top ten team was was in Dowdy Ficklin.
21: Well, I've I, again the ECU marketing, they're they're doing this special. I really want us Pirate fans and, and it's been a long time that you know we uh, you know, I wanted to call and I've, I've listened all year, but finally, finally guys, we this this team is is, is so exciting to watch. I've got a son that's the that East Carolina that's a senior, and these kids that are college students at ECU have not had a winning experience with football until this year. And I really want to issue a challenge to each Pirate fan. It is our responsibility to grab somebody that usually doesn't go to a game and say, come on, let's go to this game Saturday. Okay, there's a lot on the line here, but to have that stadium full would be absolutely incredible, and you've talked about the marketing clip, and that's great. Let's let's go buy those tickets. But I think each pirate fan, we need to step up. We don't need to wait for ECU to do this and that. It's on us to grab somebody to go to that game that usually doesn't go to a game. And I think it, I think that stadium is will certainly be packed.
1: Yes, sir, Richard, and uh, we needed to be that way for. Uh, I mean, how long have we been waiting for? Uh, a a game like this this late in the season this important it's been forever Richard so let's get there I agree
3: and and if you can't get to the game buy a ticket I mean as cheap as these tickets are you know you can get four tickets for 60 bucks and plus basketball tickets and all if you can't go if you're a big pirate fan we understand if you can't go if you've already got plans to go to Florida for you know Thanksgiving to spend with your family we get it buy those tickets and make sure somebody in Greenville in this area goes you know, that would be a great thing to do, as long as somebody gets in the stands and uses those tickets.
21: Absolutely. And look, I want to give a shout-out to one of the huge Pirate fans, Scott Rogers. I just give Scott a shout-out. He's been under the web. Yeah. Doing better, it sounds like. And he just posted something on Facebook that got me fired up. So, let's go Pirates. I'll hang up and listen. Thank you, guys. All
1: right. Thank you, Richard. I uh, appreciate it. Scooter, yeah, Scott say, Rogers was supposed to be a part of our watch-along on Thursday night, but had a... Uh, a bit of an issue but i think he's doing all right right now yeah thoughts and prayers go out to scooter and i know he's uh he's posted that he's doing much better now all right uh 317-1250 rowdy you are up next when we return on the u.s sailor fifth quarter call-in show and we have some open lines 317-1250 we got more to go the celebration rolls on after this
0: You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock.
1: All right, 317-1250, the number. We have a line open on the Fixed NC Live line, enjoying some tiebreakers and enjoying a powered win tonight. 38-35 walk-off shot from Owen Daffer from 54 yards. I need to watch that finish again. Yeah. We watch the finish, then we go right on the air. I can't rewind yeah. and yeah. enjoy it a hundred times. I gotta. I'm gonna go home and watch that again. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to Rowdy in Winterville. What's up, Rowdy?
19: Hey, Clip.
16: Uh, wasn't able to catch the game today, but I was following it, spending some time with the family. But glad to see the Pirates pull it through and get that walk off win. Glad we um, got a win against Navy. Get that monkey off her back as well. And all I'm
21: gonna say is bring on Cincinnati next week and go pirates all right rowdy
1: short and sweet love it uh john moody he's a good uh he's a good fat guy although that fact I was about to say this not sounds, a fa- i'm a sounds, good fat guy sound like a you said a good fat guy he's a good, good fat guy guy, although he did send us a wrong fact which we had to suspend him for a little while, but he's back in our good graces he says u c f was number nine a few years ago when they came here hmm so i'm gonna take his word for it on this one and uh somebody was asking the last top 10 team to come here certainly uh nobody as highly ranked as cincinnati no no no
3: i don't ever remember an undefeated team this late will be in the last game of the season coming in
1: ever yeah all right let's go to logan in la hello logan
6: evening guys how you doing today doing great um Quick comments for you guys. Just got to say, like, I brought my fiancé back to Greenville for the South Carolina game. And, you know, like, close loss. But, like, just the energy of the team just seems so much enhanced now. Like, they're winning these close games. And, yeah, that was a close loss. But it just feels different. And it's really happy to see that the players having fun out there. So, um, I'm probably the one pirate hoping for a Hawaii Bowl. So, a quick trip for me. But uh, let's go, Pirates
3: all right sounds good uh, logan i don't Appreciate know there was a good, there was somebody else earlier that said they were ready to go to hawaii any trip out was it vinny yeah he said it was on his bucket list to be able to go out to hawaii
1: uh that would be nice uh troy d says he talked to holton aylers and holton says if all goes well and if things stay on schedule the team is due back at the greenville airport uh pgv at around ten thirty. so that is uh the word we are seeing as of right now.
3: Yeah, and uh, getting back to bowl games, I know there was a uh, uh, president and CEO of the military bowl that was on hand tonight. I heard uh, Jeff
1: Charles talking to him at halftime. Yep,
3: yeah, uh, so he was he was there, and uh, Jeff Charles did talk to him. So there's a lot of there's a lot of bowl CEOs and and folks, administrators with bowl games that are going to keep a very close eye on East Carolina because. There's a couple things that are very attractive about East Carolina. Uh, Back when East Carolina was going to bowl games on a regular basis, the Pirates always traveled very well to bowl games. The only time the Pirates didn't travel real well and was expected was when they went to Hawaii in 2007. That's just a long trip. And as a matter of fact, I think that was, uh, was a New Year's Eve or... I mean, Christmas Eve. It was Christmas Eve. Uh, bad timing for that one. But everywhere else, you know, when they've gone to Memphis to the Liberty Bowl, Pirates have traveled so incredibly well, even to Birmingham, Alabama. So they know the Pirates are going to travel well. And the Pirate fans are hungry for a bowl game because it hasn't happened since 2014.
1: Billy, uh, if we ha- or do the Hawaii Bowl and do things as scheduled here on Pirate Radio, we'll be doing the postgame show at around 1, 2 a.m. on Christmas morning. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I'll get back to you on that. Okay.
1: All right. 317 1250. Austin <laughs> is up in Charlotte. Hello, Austin.
22: Hey, guys.
8: Go Pirates from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, just one question. Great game today by the Pirates. What is the biggest takeaway from today's game that we can use as momentum
3: going into next week's game? a win period i You're mean four
1: in a row there's a lot of things yeah. i i mean the, the the don't quit the fight the, that stuff the, the win a close game at the end that we saw uh the defense stepping up when they had to make a stop with jaquan mcmillan's peanut punch there at the end of the game we have a clutch kicker we can count on in situations i mean i think there's a lot of uh, a lot of big takeaways today amen
8: to that guys uh we've got a great team going forward uh Go Pirates. We're all supporting you from all over North Carolina.
1: Alright, thank you, Austin and Charlotte. 317-1250. We'll take a... Let's get one more in here, Shirley, and we we'll, we got some, uh, one line open now. Let's go to uh, Steve in Olympia Fields, Illinois. Hello, Steve. Hey, Cliff.
2: You know, I'm just so excited because, you know, I'm always tweeting at you, and I, you know, I can be really negative about the Pirates and and the standards that we need to hold, and and holding the high standard. And I've been down on the whole nailers for years, and, you know, it's all coming together. And I'm just so happy, you know, like it's been such a long, tough road, and they did it! They're here! No matter what happens, they got a winning record, you know, and it's just monumental foundation for the program moving forward. And, you know, I'm the biggest skeptic, you know, and, and I'm hoping for the Fenway Bowl because I was born and raised in Massachusetts, and I'm going to be bringing my kids home to see their grandparents for for Christmas and everything, so I'm probably the only person in Pirate Nation, you know, proud Pirate alum, uh, hoping for the Fenway Bowl, but we'll see what happens. But it's, it's going to be incredible, and, I, and they got a great shot against Cincinnati, and I'm just so happy Pirate Football is.
3: All right, Steve. I think that's the sentiment of a lot of Pirate fans, man. We're back. That's the thing is we're back. It's been such a long, dismal road over the last few years. Enough with the three and nine seasons. And you know what? Uh, Something a couple of callers have touched on. Guaranteed a winning season, no matter what happens here from here on out. And
7: you're talking about the growth of this program. What we have seen in the past few years is ass whoopings. Yep. We've seen close games where we haven't been able to pull it out. And now the Pirates are being able to get over the hump and get the win. We've seen it the past two weeks, last week with Memphis and tonight with Navy. And that tells you a lot where this program was and where it's going. And uh, Pirates are rolling, and they're also going bowling.
3: And so many times during these last few weeks that uh, bad things have happened on the field. Other teams have scored, like tonight. I mean, the 290-plus yard, you know, the run and the kick return for a touchdown. This Pirate team could have folded a few times. This game against Memphis on the road, there could have been so many times that they folded, but they pulled it out. Gutsy wins, and these guys are learning how to win. I had said that last last couple of weeks. That's what you have to do. Winning is one thing. You have to be confident confident in winning and learn how to win each different type of ball game and they've been able to do that lately it's,
7: it's funny you bring that up about not folding because there was two times tonight where the pirates could have folded i, mean, I folded the, 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 a couple the, times the, the 95 <laughs> yard uh run there that really took the win out of our oh, yeah. the kickoff return for a touchdown In years past this program lies flat on their back and says we're done yeah and they didn't tonight and uh owen dafford Nails it for the Pirates. Well, I tell
3: you what, it kind of backfires on Navy a little bit that they score so quickly like that because that didn't allow them to sustain long drives right there, and it gave the ball right back to East Carolina to answer instead of, you know, hey, in a a game like this, I'd rather have that 90-yard touchdown run than a six-minute drive, 90 yards, and scoring, and then East Carolina's got all that time chewed off the clock. So it actually worked in the favor of the Pirates a couple times.
1: Billy with some... uh this is like when people say home runs are rally killers, right? Like you got like <laughs> three doubles in a row, and like things are happening, action on the bases, you get home run, and uh, yeah, you get the runs, but everything stops. Everything stops and calms down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean,
3: because it's basically you're turning the ball back. And it, well, Did
1: ECU let that guy run 90 yards? <laughs>
3: because it wasn't a backbreaker. Remember, the the Wake. game was close the entire time. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't like you know they. It wasn't like uh, um, Navy was up eight and then they peel one off and now they're up 15. That's a big difference. That one, you know, they're only up a couple points after that uh, touchdown. All right, three points.
1: Let's get a break in. Patrick, Isaac, Mike, hang on. We have one open line. If you want to jump in, three one seven twelve. 50 uh, Oregon just attempted a field goal and it was blocked so Utah keeps their 7-0 lead over Oregon we'll have more scores for you on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard when we return on the U.S. Sailor 5th quarter call show after this
0: You're listening to the US Cellular Fifth Quarter Postgame Call In Show. Here's Clip Brock.
1: All right, weave and I fired up for some pirate hoops. That's
3: right. You know, I was thinking about that earlier. How about this? Right now, and especially if, if East Carolina wins tomorrow against Davidson five and one, when's the last time you can remember ECU football being seven and four and the pirate men's basketball team being five and one at the same time?
7: a lot of like there has been a lot of when's the last time i know know, when's the last time that that would be a good stat
3: to 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 consider to
1: consider all right uh fired up for pirate hoops and fired up about this east carolina win owen daffer oh we got some great audio to hear there's a video out on social media of the locker room celebration we'll get to that once we run through these calls but david patrick isaac hang on let's get to mike in greenville hello mike
22: Holy shit, Clip up, Shirley. Easy.
1: Good
3: job. Good job holding back. That's awesome.
22: I don't know what I can say. That hadn't already been said, but I was one of the ones that was screaming from the mountaintops of why did we go for a field goal instead of a touchdown there. I'm sure it's been discussed already, but that's why Mike Houston gets paid seven figures and I don't. And I wasn't one of the ones that didn't think that uh, Owen Daffer could kick a 54-yard field goal. I was more worried about a kick six that was him making by his own admission that it was his longest kick of his career and his first game-winning field goal so congrats to him. Uh, I heard Billy mention earlier that this guarantees us a winning season no matter what happens uh, with the bowl game so again congrats to ECU for the steps they are making excited about the progress and everybody is talking about Let's get fifty thousand in there next weekend. Uh, let's be realistic. Uh, we struggle to get fifty thousand when there is an ACC team in there, a top five team in there on a Saturday. This is the Friday after Thanksgiving. I am excited that ECU is getting creative with their sixty dollars uh, promotion that they're going out there. But let's go even further. Let's do a, you know, a buy one get one free ticket. Whatever we got to do to get fans in the stands, fifty thousand would be great. Uh, but I would be happy with 40, and that even if we get 40, I think that would show us that you know we're taking that next step, and people really recommitting ourselves to ECU
1: football. Mike, good stuff, man. Appreciate you checking us out tonight.
3: And Mike, I agree a wholeheartedly. Do whatever you got to do to get uh, fans in the stands. I don't expect either to see fifty thousand fans. That's just it's it's very unreasonable to think that, given the uh, Friday game after Thanksgiving. I understand that the students are are you know a lot of the students aren't going to come back from wherever they're going home for Thanksgiving. I get all that, but you know what? Get get butts in the seats, however you can. Yeah, and you can. Uh, I tell you what. The one thing is too is. Even though, if you don't get fifty thousand, say you get thirty thousand in the stand, that's fine. Be loud from start to finish and show them what Dowdy Ficklin atmosphere is all about. Well,
1: you and Chandler have been to games this year that have not been. No, there uh, hasn't been a sellout this year, but the there's been rowdy crowds. That's this right, year. absolutely. Has
3: been such great atmosphere, and that's the thing is that the pirate fans that go to these games, they're diehard fans. And the and let me say, the student section has been great all year as well. I wouldn't. It wouldn't shock me to see a bunch of students come back and say or students say hey you know i might skip this and and stay on campus
7: that would say a lot it would
3: it would really say a lot that
7: would say a lot for the students because i know and you know when i was in school i mean pirates were not winning like they are right now right uh thanksgiving games was you know pitiful in in dowdy ficklin stadium all around especially in the in the boneyard but uh to see a packed not just dowdy ficklin but a boneyard on friday would mean a lot yeah, program. And you know
3: what? You've got to give people a reason to come. There's no better reason than this right now. You're a yeah. four-game winning streak. You're going to a bowl game first winning season in, in so many years. Um, and you're playing a top five undefeated team. There are no negatives aside from the time being the day after Thanksgiving obviously is tough. You can't help that. Aside from that, there's no negatives to this. There's no reason you shouldn't be in the game.
1: All right, let's keep the calls rolling in. 317-1250. Isaac is up in Greenville. Hey, Isaac. Isaac.
3: Oh. Oh, you're on. Yeah, I'm here. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> got
23: a little distra- We're watching some other games right now. We're watching Utah as well. Oh, right. yeah.
1: So are we. Yep.
23: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I got a couple things to talk about this week. I missed last week, so I got I to gotta catch up.
1: The floor is yours. Yes, Let's roll. It Let's go. All
23: right, all right, all right. Um, first thing, what was it? Oh, well, we'll start with Daffers' kick. Daffers' kick to end the game. It kind of gave us some. Um, what, what would it be? Uh, like a like a like like a comeback from the South Carolina game, first game of the season. We get beat on a field goal, and end of the game. So we had to beat somebody else. We had to pay what pay the.
1: Perfect, <laughs> Isaac. Yeah. Are you Come on, taking, are you tighten up? Tighten up, Isaac. I'm trying. I'm, trying. I'm trying. All right,
23: there's a lot of pressure on me at one time,
1: but uh, <laughs> you got. People I'm, glad talking you, in your ear. I'm glad you weren't kicking that field goal today. Oh yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> Hey,
23: hey, but crazy thing is, I didn't start drinking until six minutes at the end of the fourth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you playing some ketchup there. That's awesome. all right. I, I, I've been trying to. All right, you're good.
23: All right. Uh, next thing is. Uh, passing yards from Holden nailers tonight, unseen before, unseen. And I hope that means better for, better for more to come. So Cincy, we're looking at what four fifty for Cincy. That'd be nice. Yeah, we take that four fifty over four hundred five. Uh so that's one thing. Oh, also Daffer got a scholarship now after that kick. I don't know if y'all heard that or not.
2: Yeah, yeah, we, we did. That.
23: So, that's, that's awesome for him. Awesome for us as a team. We got a kicker that will be here. We don't have to try to get nobody else, anything like that. And then, uh, so next. Can we talk to the guy that's telling you what to say?
2: <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, y'all can. Hey
23: he, hey, he calls it, too. I forget a
8: lot.
3: <laughs> we see that. <laughs> the
2: whole
8: year, he's been getting crafted on the whole year, but, uh. As soon as we got the conference play, he's been bowling out. Great play, Colin. Got the win. I'm proud of him.
2: You go. All right. There that you sounds go.
1: Good. Isaac's translator. All right. Isaac, anything else, bud?
23: <laughs> uh, what was the last thing we want to talk about? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Pirates oh, yes, Pirates are go, 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 going bowling.
23: bowling. Oh, hey, and all right, last thing. Fourth conference game win in a row. First time ever.
1: That's right. There you go.
23: That that is the last thing I do believe. All, all right, right. And, thanks, Isaac. We'll get back to it. Houston, Houston, Mike Houston
1: doing a great job as well. Shout out to
3: him. All right, take a celebratory shot. I I will. <laughs> all
1: right, there is Isaac. He sounded like he uh, he like ran his call through Google Translator, and then <laughs> that's the words that popped out, got in the wrong order. And all right, Patrick is up in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Hey, Patrick.
24: Hey, good evening. How are you doing?
1: Doing good. Doing
3: good, Patrick. You're calling from my hometown.
24: Hey, how about that? I'll tell you what. I'm a 1975 grad from East Carolina, and I really enjoyed the game today. But I thought I'd tell you something that nobody's mentioned. And we won the game today 38-35, to 35, and in 2011 we won the game 38-35 to 35 in Annapolis. As they probably mentioned that
3: to you. Yeah, as a matter of fact, Clip mentioned that right off the top of the show.
1: We were t- we talked to Dominique Davis this week on Pirate Radio Live, so I was very aware of the score in that game in particular. And I looked up and saw 35-35 before the kick. Yeah. And I said, hey, Weave, look at this. Look at the score. So kind of eerie, uh, Patrick. Ten years ago, same exact score, same exact stadium. That game ended on a missed field goal by Navy. This one ends on a made-field goal by the Pirates. And a lot of the statistical numbers were pretty, uh, pretty close, too.
24: That, that is fantastic. I tell you, we had a great quarterback in 2011, and then we have a great quarterback now. So, uh, hey, things t- tend to repeat themselves, don't they?
1: That's right. History repeating itself. <laughs>
24: hey, hey, uh, we'll be in the stands. My wife, uh, Linda, and I will be in the stands on uh, Friday, and uh, we're hoping for a packed stadium. Uh, whatever we can get in there, I think we're going to have a good chance against Cincinnati. Last time we played them, we only lost by three points, so I think uh, I think our team would be ready for them.
3: All right, Patrick, bring some more folks down here from the Tidewater area and make sure we get uh, all those outstanding football recruits up there to
1: take notice.
24: I will do that.
3: <laughs> all right,
24: thanks, Patrick. Oh, thank you.
1: All right, man. There's Patrick in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Let's go next to David in Farnville. Hey David. Hey guys.
18: Uh tell you what? Uh a, a win uh, a win can erase a lot of emotion and a lot of heartache. Um uh really really impressed I I you know 54 yards from for uh really I, I was just hoping he could he could kick it as hard as he could. I was worried that maybe Navy might put someone back there and try to return it the way Auburn did uh, against Alabama years ago. Um, but uh, you know what? Third year for Coach Houston. Um, we get a lot of coaches that come in and, and talk a big game. Um, I tell you what, uh, seven wins, I did not see it this year. Um, uh, the team's playing, playing very well. Uh, love the defense. Um, there are still times where the play calling really, Makes you scratch your head. I mean, 30 seconds left. We got one timeout. Um, They run a running play and uh, wind up having to burn a timeout. I just really love the team. Proud uh, to see uh, ECU back uh, to having some relevance. Um, Really excited uh, going forward and uh, just, just truly, truly enjoyed the game.
1: Yes, sir, David, and for you uh, Sorry, for you, Pirate fans that enjoyed the game like David did and want to welcome the team back, update from Troy D. says that he was informed by Holton Aylers that the team will be arriving at PGV Airport closer to 10 o'clock than 10.30. So you might want to get out there in the 9 o'clock hour uh, or get your spot to make sure you don't miss the, uh, the team. 10 o'clock, closer to a 10 o'clock return time, wheels down, for the pirates and uh, their trip home from Annapolis, so
3: yeah, there was a good welcome committee uh, after the Memphis game, welcoming the pirates home from to PGV uh, last week. So that was really cool. I know the the uh, coaches and players really enjoyed that. And we
1: had the players the on Monday, weave, and they were like, "It was so cool." Like Rajay and those guys were like, "This has never happened no. before." I was so shocked. DJ Ford was like, "Yeah, somebody said there was people outside." I was like, "Whatever," and then I saw them and was like, "It, it meant the world to those guys." Oh yeah, so absolutely. That
3: awesome. That's something they've never. Experienced experience before yeah all
1: right let's get a break in psych let's go to larry in lewisville hello larry hey what's going on guys uh that was a great call by david
8: that guy was on time um i will say one thing remember last year when we had that awful situation with tulsa and scott van pelt comes on the air for espn and is like man if i was the east carolina coach i'd be in jail right now (sighs) think how far we've come from that point like uh what a great transition. What a great turnaround. So, Go Pirates. Excited for
1: uh for the future, so. And uh Mike Houston looked like he was ready to go to jail today oh, on the I sidelines yeah. talking to those refs after they picked up a holding call.
3: Yeah, and and he had every every right to be upset, annoyed. Uh that was a huge play in the game. There was definitely, I mean, the flag was thrown. How do you get together like that and say, "Okay, well there's two guys and one pulled on uh, pulled the defender down to the ground there was somebody had uh, tweeted out a still shot of one of the players um, had one of the ECU players kind of by the throat it looked like I mean how do you not make that call so he had a right to be uh, perturbed and, and getting irritated with the referees in that situation
1: thank you Larry and Lewis well that reminds me where is that idiot moron jackass Larry in Texas or Gary in Gastonia where are you are you listening call us in And how do you feel about the Pirates right now? You had a lot to say earlier in the year. Why haven't you called in lately? Where are you at? I don't hear the phone ringing. No. 317-1250. We'll put you first up if you call in with more of your dumb takes. I want to hear more from you right now. Calling you out. We'll be back with more on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Calling Show after this.
0: You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. Now, with the Pirate Radio scoreboard, here's Shirley Rhodes.
13: All right, Baylor has extended their lead. They're in the 4th quarter right now. Uh, they lead Kansas State uh, 22-10. Auburn and South Carolina have gone into the locker room at halftime, tied at 14 It is California 14, Stanford 3. Utah holding on to a 7-0 lead midway through the second quarter in that game. Ole Miss leads Vanderbilt 17-6 in the second quarter. Tennessee leading South Alabama 21-0 in the second. Miami has a 28-10 lead over Virginia Tech in the second quarter. Oklahoma State has kicked a field goal. They lead Texas Tech 3-0 in the first half. Utah State and Wyoming tied at 14 apiece. And that is a look at your Buck scoreboard brought to you by the Buccaneer Music Hall as your beacon of music in the land of the Pirates in eastern North Carolina. They're open from noon until 2 a.m. with live music every night. Coming up tonight, Mikhail Buck will be... Uh, live at the buck and uh, they also have food trucks during the day during football season follow the buck on facebook and instagram for an updated schedule we'll see you at the buck now let's head back into the u.s cellular fifth quarter Post Game in show here is your host clip rock
1: mikhail buck mikhail buck mikhail buck, 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 buck. <laughs> mikhail buck at the buck. buck coming up tonight so uh check that out folks all right uh back with it on the u.s sailor fifth quarter call-in show we have one open line just kidding because i hear the phone ringing right now so we are still locked and loaded here on a saturday evening celebrating a 38 to 35 last second ecu win over navy owen daffer with a 54 yarder as time expires gives the pirates win number seven on the year all right uh raul johnny hang on let's go to caleb in greenville hey caleb
5: Hey, how y'all doing today? Doing good. Great. I just wanted to say uh, what a great win for the Pirates today. Uh, going to Indianapolis, Annapolis, Annapolis um, and knocking off Navy on senior night. Uh, I feel like our off, our defense get, did a really good job against the football. Uh That we only gave up, what, one big play? Um, two I think two big plays. Two big plays. But overall. Good job tonight. What is happening? By Owen for after a shaky start to the beginning of the year, and then coming out with that 54 yarder to win the game, I tell you, my heart was racing during that. Like I didn't want to go to have another overtime game because sometimes during overtime it gets a little bit sus. So I just want to say, good win, love the show. Thank you
1: all for what y'all do. Caleb, I didn't want to go to overtime either. And and I don't know. Sometimes my brain works weird. But last night, Nevada played Air Force. They went touchdown, 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 two-point conversion, touchdown, two-point conversion. So they got into the third OT, Billy, where they go for two-point conversions only. And the Air Force won. Because Air Force is built for two yard gains, right? Just like Just Navy. Just like is. Navy. And is all I built could think about was if we go to overtime and get in that situation, this is going to be an absolute nightmare. Yeah, not so, be good. Didn't want to go to OT uh, with that Navy group. And with
3: that being said, though, that's a little bit less pressure on your kicker there because he knows if he misses that field goal, unless it's blocked and taken the other way, or if Navy had put somebody back and it was a short kick and it's a a kick six like we saw in the Auburn game, uh, unless something crazy like that happens, the worst thing that's going to happen, you're going to go into overtime. So that takes a little bit of pressure, and you had to think that Owen Daffer may have had that somewhere in the back of his mind.
1: 317-1250, we go to Johnny in Buckrow Beach, Virginia. Hello, Johnny. Hey, I know where Buckrow Beach is, up near the Hampton area.
4: Hey, Weaver, yeah, I heard your uh, your neighbor from Virginia Beach call in and kind of spark me up. Uh, definitely, definitely glad over the win. You know, there's a lot a lot of Pirates up here in the Hampton Roads area, Tidewater area. I know a lot of them are listening right now. Uh, I, I know we're back on track for several reasons. One, not until a few weeks ago, I hadn't even been listening to the call-in show since the Skip Holt days. And, uh, uh, you know, obviously we had, had great runs back then. Uh, like I said, I hadn't even been listening to Pirate Radio until about three or four or five games ago. Uh, there really hasn't been a reason to. Uh, just really great. And, you know, I just, I just talked to a a buddy of mine, old pirate buddy here locally. Heck, he and I haven't even texted back and forth on pirate games for probably about 10 years. So that's right. I'm getting ready to say your name. Big shout out to you, Ed Lang. We're back on a roll. My other pirate here in uh, Newport News, Bobby Wharton. We got a whole bunch of us up here. We are some sick, potent pirates. That's all I got to say. Go Pirates. Johnny right. and
1: Beach. You, Johnny. Johnny changes his whole life around uh, depending on ECU. He cut out Pirate Radio. He uh, quit being friends with that guy. (laughs) Now he's back. Sparked up a friendship again. He's back on the train listening to the show. I like that.
3: All is good now. And I tell you what, you know, we've talked about this time and time again. There's nothing a win won't cure. And there's definitely nothing a string of wins won't cure. I mean, winning is everything. That's what you're in this business for. If you're a coach, if you're a player. uh, We in the media, we like to see the wins because it's so much more fun to talk about that stuff it's dreadful going through three and nine seasons so winning breeds a lot of good things
1: that reminded me of something we've had real quick and we'll get back to the calls the previous administration at east carolina thought and said apparently that at pirate radio we wanted the team to do bad and everything to be in shambles because it made for more Calls and interest in the the post game show and stuff like that. We wanted drama and turmoil, yeah, and we'd rather have that than winning. Well, what
3: what they failed to understand that is is okay in the short term. Because you get people that – but then after a while, all the losing, then you get empathy. And then you get people that don't call in, like like Johnny, and, and they're like, you know what? I'm done with it. Yeah. So that argument is thrown out the window. Why would you think in short term – Because
1: they couldn't win. Right. So they tried to justify everything that was happening yeah. and say that it was that's what we wanted. And it, it still – irritates me and upsets me don't look at what's going on over here look what they're doing over there there you go there you go all right is it uh raul in winterville hello 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 you're on it's, hey this is not Raúl. who is this randy, this is randy hobbs oh hello randy hey randy hey how you doing doing
3: good
8: hey guy who just called you know what I'm telling you what. I'm a pirate fan. I don't want to hear that stuff. I've been a pirate fan for a long, 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 long time. And what I saw today, what I saw from uh, our quarterback, what I saw from my our uh, the whole the defense, I thought I thought they were really good. And then I saw, I'm looking at the game. I'm going like, Oh my god, what's going on? And and yeah. Navy ran on us. But Holton Aylers came back with with unbelievable I mean he is he's he's like well, I'm not gonna call it Superman because you know Superman thinks he thinks he's in Carolina but he's not but Superman's in East Carolina. Holton brought the team back and drove us down the field and second half, same thing, we were getting Had a couple big 90-yard runs against us. I was like, oh, my God. No, What happens? Holton brings us back. And I'm telling you what. I said this three weeks ago. Everybody laughed at me. We're going to be 7-4 after three games. We're going to be 8-4 next week. ECU is the real deal. We've got one of the best defenses. We've got one of the best offenses and special teams. And our place kicker came in tonight and kicked a 54-yard field goal, which I thought was 44. When I was looking at it, I said, he's only kicked 39, but it's 44. Oh no, it's 54. Right to drop rights. E C U. I'm telling you, we're going to beat Cincinnati next Friday. We're going to go to a bowl game. We're going to be 9 and 4, and we're going to be ranked. Thank
1: you very much. <laughs> All, right. All right. Thank you. Randy. I sense a little bit of emotion. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell I'm you me. what. Uh by the way, Billy, uh, I'll apologize. Um I too thought that field goal was a lot shorter than it actually was until like like when it was uh, during the timeout, yeah. You and I had saying. said
3: fifty three, and you are yeah. like, no way, no, that's not that's 53 true. yards because
1: I felt like that pass the Sneed got us like right there on the doorstep. Yeah, but then they got the. Uh, that was the a five yard penalty.
3: Yeah, I know it was a false start, but
1: it was, and I think I, I
3: thought they were a little closer than that as well on the Sneed catch, but yeah, uh, yeah I, I knew it was going to be a long one, and I was, I, I was surprised in the just the straight up confidence that. Uh, that Mike Houston had in that kicking game when he really had no reason to have confidence because he hasn't he put done him it out before. there all year. Right. Because in those situations, remember in those in that yardage situation, they were either they were always going for it on fourth down. Yeah. Because they just didn't, you know, I mean Owen had hit a thirty nine yard field goal. That was his longest of the year. So um kudos to Mike Houston and, and I don't know, and I would I would be curious to hear from Mike on, if there was something in practice this week or even in pregame that gave him such confidence in the leg of Owen Daffer,
1: yeah, um, I kind of, <laughs> I don't know, I, I not rolled my eyes, but Owen Daffer hit a short field goal early in the game, and Kevin Monroe and Jeff Charles were talking about how well he hit it, and it was a short field goal, right? And and Monroe said, you know, that, that was one of his like the best he struck a kick all year, yeah. I'm like, guys, it was a short field goal. Calm down. Maybe his he just had that leg today. You yeah, know, like yeah. sometimes a shooter's in the zone, sometimes like, a hitter's in the zone. Yeah. It's like a golf swing. Yeah, and, maybe and you it was know really
3: what? Good. I I equate field goal kicking a lot with golfers because it's not how it, and Owen had said. Um that coach Houston that said to him use your normal swing. And that's like golf. Yeah. Um cuz I when I go out there and I try to kill the ball off the range or off the tee, it, it goes crazy somewhere or it's, you know, a worm burner. But if I just do a nice easy smooth swing, those are when I hit bombs.
1: Yeah, you're right. 317-1250. <laughs> Sorry. This uh trolls in the chat. Oh, uh Jackson is up in Boone. Hello, Jackson.
8: Clip, we
1: what's going on? What's up, man? Hey, hey.
8: Hey, I'm calling you from the side of a freezing ass mountain up here in Boone. Just want to say, go Pires. I barely picked up service to watch the game, but uh, glad I could catch the final kick.
1: Well, don't freeze on that frozen ass mountain, Jackson.
18: All right, we we got to get out
24: on the range sometime, man.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't get to get out on the range because
3: my my golf game is terrible, 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 terrible. Like like my my golf game. Is Charles Barkley terrible? <laughs>
18: oh, Lord.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Not appreciate uh, you guys. All man. right. Guys thanks. thanks, Jackson. All right, thanks, Jackson. All right, 317-1250. Billy, you might have a crutch. One of a, a listener might have uh, noticed a crutch. What's that? Drinking game every time Billy says kudos. Oh, have okay. you been saying kudos? I, didn't, I don't know. Kudos to you for, for being here okay. and saying that. Gotcha. Um, Jeff in Blunts Creek, you are on. Hello, Jeff.
25: Hey guys, great win tonight. A uh, hard game for the Pirates, and we uh, we just got we got some stuff behind us, and we got the game tonight. Couple of things I would like to comment on. Uh, Cliff, you gonna have to get your pocketbook right to sign our first baseman now. Don't let him slip away this year. Freddie
1: Freeman's coming back. It's all it's all right. Don't panic, Jeff.
25: Okay, uh, the next thing, I just want to make a challenge to all these sorry, loudmouth, armchair weekend quarterbacks to get out of their chairs and get to the football game Friday. And uh, I just want to see if y'all have any more insight than anybody else does Why we seem to cannot get a grasp of that uh, triple option. Oh, God. Uh, it's just a very – we don't see it a lot, but it's just – they execute it very well. And I just – I just don't – you know, that's above my head and I think a lot of other people's head.
1: Jeff, it's frustrating year after year. And, and this year holding Navy – I say holding. The Navy scores 35. You look at their other scores all year. They're in the 20s. They're in the teens. I, I don't know, man. It's frustrating that every time we seem to meet them, they just – do what they want to do at will. They don't score 35, 56, 76 against anybody else but us, Billy, and it's a frustrating deal, but uh, East is able to get the win today. I do not have uh, an answer for that one, Joe. Well,
3: obviously, East Carolina doesn't ever have an answer for that triple option, and it's not just unique to East Carolina. A lot of teams really struggle with that triple option offense, uh, you know, because teams don't see it all year. And you know, college football is such a more of a spread game now, so that's more of what you see, and you see different variations of that. So you can make tweaks and and little adjustments during practice week to week when you're ta- playing different competition, and that's why teams like East Carolina sprinkle in a little bit of preparation for navy in the uh the pre the preseason and even during off weeks in the season because you don't see it that often and you have to play very disciplined assigned assignment football it's not for lack of trying because all the stuff you're saying absolutely it is not for lack of trying but the thing is is navy runs that well not just navy all those service academies run that triple option and they do it to perfection
1: the frustrating thing with Jeff and myself and everybody is they don't run it to perfection on other teams as well as they do East yeah. Carolina every yeah, year. That's, that's very true. Because right. if that were the case, they'd be undefeated every year. Exactly. Uh, all right, Jeff, anything else?
25: One more thing. Now, I heard this. I don't know if I'm correct, and I'm repeating something now. Did they not maybe win a game this year without completing or even throwing a pass?
1: In Navy's previous wins, did they complete a pass? Is that what you're asking?
25: I, I heard they won a game this year. I don't know
1: who it was against. They won. They won two games this season. Yeah, let me. I can look at the box scores real yeah. quick I, because they did throw or completed a pass against uh, UCF in the win. Their quarterback was two out of four for 58 yards. And uh, I'll look up their other win real quick. But
25: okay. well, I heard that, and I wasn't sure if that was correct. I, and that's kind of something weird too so anyhow but anyhow i'm ready for next week go fires
1: all right thank you for the call tonight jeff so uh two for four in the win over uh,
0: uh <laughs> yeah well, they zero. got them they
1: oh for three oh, yeah. yeah so there you go against uh, jeff. tulsa in the win over tulsa 20 to 17 navy had zero passing yards on zero completions and 302 rushing yards so there you go All right, uh, Shirley Rhodes, you want to get another break in? Last call for your calls. When we return, we got our Brown and Wood drive of the game. Billy, I'm giving you that homework assignment. We've got Mike Houston in the locker room after the game. You'll hear that audio. And last call for your calls, 317-1250. Jump in now. We'll be back with you on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call and show after this.
0: delivery
4: it's community calzone this is assistant football coach drew dudzik and you're listening to pirate radio the voice of the pirate nation
0: you're listening to the u.s cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show here's clip brock
1: all right last call for your calls 317-1250 we got some awesome uh mike houston in the locker room audio we're going to play you can check out the video uh ecu uh tweeted that out so you can check it out also we got our brown and wood drive of the game but right now we have lloyd who is headed home from the game joining us on the fixed nc live line hello lloyd
5: hey guys Uh yeah, I, I'm uh, going to get home probably around 10, 30, or 11, so it looks like the times will be me uh, to
1: Greenville, and I'm just going to Kingsburg. Uh, All right, Kingsburg. so if people want to go to Lloyd's driveway and welcome him back home, you'll be arriving, you said, at <laughs> 10, 30, or 11?
2: That's right.
1: All right. <laughs>
16: um, A couple things. The one, I I hadn't been there before, and uh, i really uh,
2: it's a different well, I
1: think we're losing Lloyd. He's in a bad spot. Yeah, hit a dead spot. Lloyd, we're going to be on the air another 10, 15 or so, so give us a call back. Uh, your phone was not cooperating at that moment. Uh, 317-1250, a lot of bad spots there in uh, VA. Yeah, Maryland I mean, area, you, you never know. All right, Macho Pirate is in Greenville. Hello, Macho Pirate.
25: I've
21: observed winning is better than losing. Oh,
25: yeah. The Pirates put in the hard work, the tears, and the sweat with Big John. And now the cream is rising to the top.
4: Oh, yeah. Dig it.
2: Okay.
1: Thank you, Macho Pirate.
4: Snap it to a Slim Jim. Yeah. We had had
1: a call from Randy years ago, and he did the entire cream of the crop promo. So... Macho, got a a few lines in there. Good stuff. Thank you for calling uh, Randy from heaven, I guess, tonight. Macho man. All right. uh, Last call for your calls if you want to get them in. Shirley, let's hit the Mike Houston locker room audio uh, as he celebrates the win and passes out a scholarship while he's there in the locker room.
2: How about those damn pirates? (laughs)
1: Listen to that without smiling. That's That's awesome. Uh, Great stuff there. Mike Houston uh, around all those midshipmen uh, starting to cuss like a sailor weave. (laughs) (laughs) He was excited. That is uh, fantastic stuff. And should
3: be excited, man. This team has really kind of risen to the occasion at the end of the year. I mean, you know, this team started out 0-2, a bad loss to South Carolina at home. You thought, you know, that was a... A uh, very winnable game, and and a lot of people were calling in the post game show and saying, "Hey, you know this this Houston guy is not the, not the right guy. Holt Naylor's is not a Division one quarterback. Donnie Kirkpatrick can't play uh, call plays. This team is terrible. Here we go again, kind of thing. And look at where we are now.
1: On that note, uh, South Carolina was a winnable game. Absolutely, sh- should have had it. Yeah. Um, I thought South Carolina stunk on that day they kind of did and and uh, you know what our defense made them stink absolutely they uh, have 5 wins they just scored a touchdown they have outscored Auburn 21 to 3 on a 21 to 3 run it's 21 to 17 and if Beamer wins this one, that'll be win number six for them. When I saw them in Greenville, I thought there was no way no they way. were getting to six wins. Oh no way! And I didn't think East Carolina would get to six wins yeah. uh, when I watched that game. So kudos to the Pirates, and a uh, little shout out to Beamer in South Carolina. Maybe I judged them a little too. I early I was going to say year.
3: maybe you know South Carolina is a lot better than we thought they were going to be.
1: Yeah uh you're right and uh and you know what i kind of would like to see that game again now because these oh, teams have got it going yeah they're both good teams at the moment all right we let's get to our brown and wood drive of the game brought to you by brown and wood serving the pirate nation in east north carolina for over 80 years brown and wood has four brands three generations two showrooms and one goal that you leave a happy customer every time brown and wood on greenwood boulevard on online at brown and billy weaver Selling cars at Brown and Wood on the rig. Yes, Uh, sir how about our drive of the game today Brown and Wood drive of the game
3: comes in the fourth quarter uh, East Carolina coming from behind they were down 35-27 uh, they go on a seven play 70 yard drive and during that drive of course you remember that it was on fourth and four at the Navy 28 yard line when Holt Naylor's hit Tyler Sneed for the touchdown and then of course it took a two point conversion to tie that thing up to put East Carolina in position to get a game winning field goal by Owen Daffer so that is your Brown and Wood drive of the game once once again, it is 70 yards, only seven plays, and it only took three minutes and 32 seconds. But it was a crucial drive in the ball game, to say the least.
1: Feel free to correct me, but uh, it may have both of those plays the fourth down and the two point conversion. But I'm gonna say that two point conversion was my favorite Donnie call of the year. Oh, it was a great call. The it was almost a no look because Ehlers is looking up to his right and then quickly turn i don't i don't know if he looked when he threw it uh, but CJ's open mm-hmm. and credit to CJ for hanging on to the ball as he got hit pretty hard um glad he didn't get a taunting call there yeah yeah very much could have (laughs) that which could yeah Uh, but that was a beautiful uh donnie dialed that one up man that was a good call
3: yeah donnie dialed up some good plays tonight and kudos to donnie for calling the deep ball to tyler sneed in a critical situation where you know you needed to kind
1: of methodically move down the field you need to get chunks of yardage
3: but throwing that deep ball that's a big call
1: they ran on first down and we're not very fast to get back to the line we were both saying what are they doing let's go let's get some pace." and when you take a big chunk like that on one play you don't need much pace, yeah and of course
3: uh, you know big shout out to tyler sneed there of just wrestling that ball away tyler sneed's not the biggest guy on the field but i tell you what he's got the biggest heart he's got the biggest motor um and the guy is going to give you 100 percent every time out
1: wave i appreciate your 100 percent here on thank the you fifth sir. quarter thank another you sir another w for the pirates which means a celebration uh, coming up tonight, 10 o'clock, around 10. According to Troy D., ECU will be at PGV, so go welcome them at the airport. And cannot wait for another Players' Lounge Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll be talking about this one with the Pirate players coming up on Monday. All right, Shirley, great job as always. Chan Man, long day at the office. We will talk to you on Friday. The day after Thanksgiving. All right. You guys have a great Thanksgiving. We will see you Friday at 1130 a.m. on the Bud Light pregame tailgate and after the game on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Your Pirates are 7-4 and four Cincinnati on the clock. We'll talk to you on Friday.
0: You have been listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Join us next time for complete postgame coverage of East Carolina football, exclusively on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. It's for